Now, the Democratic Alliance has filed an urgent application to interdict Finance Minister Tito Mboweni's authorization of funds for South African Airways restructuring. And uh, they are basically saying uh, they are doing this using uh, the emergency powers under Section 16 of the Public Finance Management Act. And this comes after the Department of Public Enterprises confirmed that the government had met the business rescue practitioners uh, July 15 deadline to provide a letter committing to support and of course source funding for the airline's restructuring process. The DA Shadow Minister of Finance uh, Gordon Hill Lewis has asked the court for an interim interdict to stop the minister's emergency authorization to use public funds to fully or even partly fund the rescue plan uh, pending a review of the decision and uh, Hill Lewis joined joins us on the line now. Thanks so much for your time this afternoon. Thank you. Nice to be with you, Shikina. So firstly, why has the Democratic Alliance uh, filed this application interdicting the minister when it would seem as though uh, most of the parties were in agreement on this uh, restructuring of the South African airways? And when I say most of the parties, I mean those involved in that particular process. Oh, sure. Well, obviously, those who stand to benefit from a bailout will, will definitely agree with the bailout. But the, the fact is, we've got to think of the interest of the public at large. And there's just so much poverty and, and hardship and suffering in South Africa at the moment that it's just unthinkable. It really is morally and ethically wrong to propose to give SAA another 26 billion rands, uh, 10 billion of which is they need very soon, uh, to, to bail them out again. Uh, you know, this is just not what we should be spending money on, not at all. Uh, and, and Minister Mbawini actually, he, you know, for, for the last 18 months or so, he has seemed to agree with us on this. He's often said uh, that we can't afford this, we don't have the money for this, we shouldn't be doing this. And yet now it seems that the government is doing it again, and we want to stop them from doing it. You want to stop them from uh, actually doing this. Uh, But, of course, uh, those who are affected would say, but you talk about poverty and you talk about unemployment, but this, of course, will save jobs for some people. Well, the the 4,000 people who work at SAA uh, are being paid for by 58 million South Africans. Every single unemployed person in the country, even if they're... Even if they don't pay income tax, they still pay VAT, they still pay petrol tax, whatever the case is. They are paying for SAA. Every person who has a job, who has a business, whose business is closing down right now, and who has faithfully paid their taxes uh, every year, they, they are paying for SAA. And is that fair? Is that right? Surely not. Uh, that, that cannot be right in, in our society when, when people are going through such difficult times. I mean, do you know that the the 170 most senior pilots at SAA, the lowest salary that they earn is three and a half million rand each. And there's, 100, there's more than 170 of them. I mean, this is what the public is paying for. It's just not right and not fair and it has to stop. And uh, with regard to that, because uh, part of the arguments there has, of course, um, 
been a lot of malfeasance, corruption and uh, just nefarious activity taking place at SAA over many years. So with regard to that and other uh, what have been termed evergreen contracts, which many believe have also been a drain on SAA and the Fiscus by extension. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, those? And, and, and also, uh, you know, uh, people would ask, why hasn't the Democratic Alliance been more forthright in exposing these things earlier? I think there's been very few uh, people that have been as tenacious, or parties or organizations that have been as tenacious and dedicated in holding SAA to account in the DA over many years. And we have made these arguments for many years. This is the first time that we are going to court because we think it's, you know, it is just so outrageous in the middle of the crisis that we are facing now to bail them out again that it, we really must try everything possible to stop it. But, you know, if you go and look back at the terrible reign of, of terror that Dudu Omieni uh, unleashed at SAA, uh, we, we were consistently vocal on trying to stop her and, and, and hold her to account. And it is an absolute scandal that she still is uh, uh, walking around free today without accountability for what she did to SAA. So, of course, it's true that not everyone at SAA has stolen money and, and is responsible for the grossness, management and corruption there. But the fact is that every South African who pays their taxes is being held responsible for, by paying for this. And that is not fair and not right. Uh, so that's why we are taking this action. And with regard to Dudu Mieni and uh, her being held accountable, and many people, many South Africans, are no doubt would agree with that. But they would also ask... Why are not more people being held accountable? Because we need to disabuse ourselves as South Africans of this fallacious notion that we had 10 wasted years or nine wasted years under Jacob Zuma. The problem started before that. A lot of our problems. I totally agree with that analysis. Uh, You know, SAA actually has used 50 billion rand over the last decade. Uh, so it didn't, it didn't even start with Dudu Mieni. You're absolutely right. Actually, it starts with the idea that uh, people should be appointed into positions for political loyalty rather than merits. That's the, that's the ANC's policy of cadre deployment. Uh, and that's actually the root of, of, of the rot, I'm afraid. And that goes, that goes way further back than, than Dudu Mieni. So long as you, so long as people are appointed for political loyalty rather than ability to actually manage a complex organization uh, honestly and, and properly, then you will have state-owned entities that are failing, uh, like we see in basically every state-owned entity in the country right now. So where to from here? Because, you know, right now it's SAA, but what about other state-owned enterprises? Are you likely to go the same route? Well, that's a great question because, you know, some of the other state-owned enterprises are a lot more complicated. So, it's, you know, it's absolutely true that ESCOM, for example, delivers an essential public service. We cannot just have ESCOM going out of business tomorrow. Uh, the same goes with, say, Transnet that provides uh, public transport in our cities. Uh, that, that's an essential public service. We can't just have it going out of business. So... So the point that we've made about SAA is SAA is actually the easiest one of all of these to deal with because it does not provide an essential public service. It actually provides little service of any public benefit. It's actually a, a subsidized government service for, for the business travelers and for relatively wealthy middle class um, South Africans who can afford to travel by air. This is not something the government should even be doing. 
And it certainly is not something that we should be arguing about for years to, cut, to, to, to get rid of it and, and, and to cut this wasteful expenditure. And yet we cannot even get to an agreement on SAA. How much longer is it going to take us to get to an agreement on something as big as ESCOM, which is truly essential and which is much more complex and difficult to resolve? Um, so so we, we want to set a precedent with SAA because it is actually the simplest and easiest one that we should all be agreeing on. All of us should be agreeing that there are far bigger priorities and far too much poverty and suffering in South Africa to be spending money on, a, on an airline. And yet we cannot reach agreements on that. That's why we've got to draw a line in the sand now and make this uh, a precedent-setting case. Well, we'll watch this space and hopefully we'll speak to you again when there are further developments. Thanks so much for your time, DA Shadow Minister of Finance, uh, Gordon Hill-Lewis, talking to us there about uh, their intention to actually go to the courts uh, with regard to government funding yet again SAA and this restructuring process that is currently on the table.